Hey, everybody. Hey, John. If you can just uh, start us off with the block punt and uh, recovery for the touchdown, just take us through that play. That was an interesting one. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but I will say this. Um, what Corey Clement saw and felt the punt return reps earlier in that game, um, he kind of had an idea to do something. And it was very sound. And we kind of just said, go for it. So he made a great play. What a couple other guys did on that play, um, that's really cool that nobody will be able to see on tape or on TV with some of the words and actions and hand signals. It's just fascinating football to see all of the gamesmanship that goes on for one guy to get a block. Um, I'd love to talk more about it, but um, just a couple guys did a couple great things, and then Corey made the play. And it really came down to Corey's idea, really, on the sideline um, earlier in the game. Just fascinating football and just great instinctive football players. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, in training camp, I came up with a list of five things for us in practice, what I want our mindset to be. And the fourth one on that list is tell me if you have an idea. As simple as that. And so I've always encouraged our guys from back in the very first day of training camp to anytime you guys see something, hear something, feel something, you know, come on and tell me what it is. And we'll probably use it. And if we don't, then I'll kind of tell you why. But um, you guys, I want you to have a ton of ownership in this. And honestly, over my career, a lot of the, the best things that have happened has been players' ideas. That's, that's a fact. And so as I've continued to learn as a coach, you know, listen to these guys, especially the veteran ones that are really smart football players. <laughs> listen to them because they got some really good ideas. Brian Anger being named to the Pro Bowl, you've stumped for him since, since he got here. What are your thoughts on him being honored for the first time in his career? Man, I was so excited. I was so excited. Just, you know, I just keep going back to I worked him out coming out, you know, draft 2012. Um, and I just remember our day out there in California on a private workout and obviously didn't get a coach until now his 10th year. But just have always followed his career and has really had admired his production without really knowing his um, work ethic or process. And then now being a part of that and just seeing what he does weekly, I'm just so proud of him, man. And I'm so happy for him. And our punt team was very happy for him when we had our little walkthrough on last Thursday. I mean, the guys on the team, the guys protecting for him and covering for him were, were thrilled for him because they know what he puts into it. And so, I mean, just, just a great day for a coach to witness a, a guy who's been at it a long time, you know, get recognized by really his peers for the first time. It's just, it's awesome, man. Uh, Kelvin Joseph spent a lot of time with you before, got some excessive time with defense. How have you seen him grow in the last couple of weeks, especially being with you guys on special teams? Yeah, he, we talked about him a couple of times in the past where he's been kind of, you know, he's quiet, but then when practice shows up, meetings show up, and games show up, he produces. You know, he's, he's been prepared every game, he always shows up. 
And that's what we talk about in the special teams room. You know, you guys are, you guys are here to do this special teams job until your job changes, which happens a lot of times. And um, Fat got his opportunity on defense. We took him off all special teams, so you didn't see him any special teams. Um, we had Nashawn back up that just, boom, he fell right in for, for Fat. Um, and from, from my account, it looked like Fat did a, Kelvin Joseph did, did a very admirable job. And after the game, gave him a big hug and said, hell yeah, man. Way to get it done over there on defense. And if you stay there, great. If you come on back, and you're back in it. So um, I'm just happy for him to have found a role early and see it you know, progress into something else when needed. And we needed that yesterday. What's the best player idea that you've received and applied over the course of your career? And I don't know if you're able to use one uh, from your Cowboys tenure, maybe last year or this year. But um, what comes to mind there? Um, it's a great question. Um, how can I say this? Because um, we did something in 2016 that was that was pretty awesome. You probably won't be able to see it on the tape because it's pretty hidden. Um, and we have it alive right now. So that's why I can't really go into it. Um, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's uh. It's, it's, I can't really go into it because it's actually still alive for us right now, um, and I've and it's 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 been five year five seasons since that's happened. But um, I guess if it ever happens, I'll let you know. That's what it was. How about that? Can you say what phase it is? Or no? Nah. Okay. Sorry, but if it but if it ever happens, which is unlikely, but always possible, um, we'll I'll let you know. That's what it is because then it won't be able to happen for a while again. Cool backgrounds over there, everybody. Hey guys, got, got Santa Claus. I got green trees in the background. Got. John, you talk a lot about complimentary football, and Mike talks about how important that is. When you, when all three phases are scoring and your special teams contributing, and there's so few opportunities for you. How much pride do you take in that, and what does it mean for your unit? Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I mean. You know, you take 25 snaps a game on special teams, and if, if you block one punt, you score a touchdown off it, you kind of, you know, that's good. That's, you know, you don't have a lot of opportunities, so if you, if you strike gold on one of them, that's kind of a game for you, you know, as long as everything else is pretty sound. Um, but we did a stat last year, Jory, where if a team scored a touchdown on offense, defense, and special teams over the last 10 years, I think it was, the team's record is like, 23 and one or 23 and two or something like that. Maybe I'll get the stats for you. I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't prepared for that. But it was something like that. Like 23 wins, two losses when a team scores on all three phases. Um, I should probably bring that up to the team again this week because we did mention that last year. But um, yeah, there's a lot of pride for everybody when when everybody has a big hand in in a big win. Yeah, no, thanks for asking that again. He stepped up big time. So we had, you know, a walkthrough last Wednesday, Thursday. Um, we had some virtual meetings, and he was a, a big part in basically we kind of put together a tape for him and put it in, and he kind of ran it. And then um, on the sidelines yesterday, you know, with 
with Darian Thompson and uh, CJ kind of helping out. And then yesterday, honestly, we had a lot of coaches step up. I mean, Todd Williams was a great help yesterday on the sideline. Um, so everybody was a contributor. I mean, talking about players, but also everybody steps up. And it's just it's a great feeling to be a part of a staff where I constantly got asked, hey, can I help you out? You need here. Um, one of our quality control coaches helped run some scout team cards at practice, you know, Eric Simonelli. So um, all hands were on deck. And it just feels like that's the way it's going to be the rest of the season. <laughs> so it's good that um, everybody jump in and do everything. It's kind of like back when I was coaching Division II college. You know, we did the laundry. We drove the bus. You know, we taught some classes. We coached some football. And it's kind of the same feeling right now is, hey, everybody here, help me out here, drive this card, run this over here. And um, to me, that's the best part of coaching football is kind of just throwing your hands in everything and um, hoping you don't screw anything up too bad. Uh, we'll finish up with Michael. Late in the game when all the coaches are kind of scaling back some players' reps and you know, just resting guys. How does that affect special teams who's out there? And when you're without Matt, what, what, what was that like navigating the final 15, 18 minutes of that game? Yeah, man, you, you guys are um, pros. That's so observant, Michael, for real. It, it felt like a preseason game because, you know, you start taking some offense and defensive guys off the field. That means the special teams guys are now playing special teams and offense and defense. And um, about the last quarter and a half, for sure the last quarter, you know, I'm looking at the clock like, tick, 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 run this thing down and let's get out of here because our guys were, were pretty strained, honestly, in the, in the fourth quarter just to cover punts, kick off all the things that they do, but also get some work on offense and defense. And, but they want it. They want it. Um, but you also don't want you know, a guy to get nicked up late in the game and be like, oh, dang, man, you know, miss him for the next game. So I think we came out pretty clean. But it, it felt like a preseason game to answer your question, where you're just scrambling to get bodies on there. Um, the schematics are kind of kaput at that time. Let's just make sure um, we got 11 on the field, we're sound. We get the football back, no penalties. And so I think the guys did a really good job of sucking it up and getting it done. All right, I think we're good for today. Thank you. Thanks, you guys.